0: The Final Furlong Podcast is sponsored by Unibet. Sign up now using code ATR 30 to get your welcome offer. BeGambleAware.org, 18. Plus.
1: The Final
2: Furlong Podcast is brought to you in association with attheraces.com, the ultimate
1: resource for racing fans. Welcome along to the Final Furlong Podcast, day three preview of the greatest show on turf, the Cheltenham Festival. I'm Emma Kennedy, joined once again by my partner in crime, At The Races pundit Kevin Blake. Hello! And Racing UK's Nick Luck. Hello, boys. Welcome back to the show, my friend.
0: It's always a pleasure to be with you, and I am hugely impressed with your unbelievable endeavor over the last couple of weeks, and I'm sure it's going to continue into Cheltenham week as well. So, great stuff.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, does your head feel like it's going to spin off? Mine does.
0: Yes, yes. I think it spun off at the beginning of the week, but somehow my um, my dis I was going to say my disembodied self seems to be seems to be functioning. Uh,
2: the all headless <laughs> well, like, chicken. Whatever. Keep, I, I tell you,
1: keep exactly, yeah, that, that,
0: <laughs> would be best, that would be a better analogy. That, uh, yes,
1: that would make <laughs> a lot of sense for me if I just like if my head actually did spin off last week, and that explains why I'm feeling why I'm feeling right now. But I'll, I'll say this though.
0: You're, Go on. You, I was going to say you almost feel that by the time we actually get to Tuesday, at half past one or whatever the time the first race goes off, everything's just going to calm. You're just going to get you're going to get into a sort of state of zen-like calm and just enjoy. <laughs>
1: And, and then the madness really begins. Oh. Um,
0: and then when you're leading a conga around the beehive at 3 a.m., <laughs> your, your zen-like state of calm
2: will be will be, will be be interrupted. The great game. <laughs>
1: oh, the, 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 great, the great game. To quote Game of Thrones from Kevin Blake there, the great game. Right, let's go for it. The uh, JLT kicks us off on day three. And it's an interesting race. Graham Wiley confirms invitation only is going to run here. This is indeed his target. Monali is still double entered, but we'd be leaning towards RSA for him. Um, Nick, let's start with you. The English Challenge is led by Terrafort, which I think I've heard you mention before, uh, as being quite keen on, and Modus as well, the horse that Vanessa Royal is madly, madly in love with. Uh, what are your thoughts on the JLT? Yeah, she's not
0: the only one. Oh. Um, I think Mr. Seagas, C- Mr. Siegel is in love with Modus as well. I, I do think he might be a bit of a ground play because he is quite, um, he's quite a speedy horse. But just yeah. no, I, 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 know you guys will have talked about the weather forecast over and over and over and over and over, and over again. I, I don't think it's going to be too bad on Thursday from what I can read. Famous last words. I would give him a chance. Um, but if he and Telford are the, are leading the domestic challenge, it's not a very deep domestic challenge. Yeah. I mean, Nicky Henderson keeps on telling us that Telford is no good, but the, the horse keeps founding him um, so you have to respect him I, I'd suspect invitation only will probably win very boring um, I think Modus might be the best of the home team really it, it's if if I was um, Mona Lee's owner I would be strongly tempted to run him here because I don't think he's a horse without pace and I think he, he'd likely outstay his likely rivals and he's got some class so I, I think I would come here with Mona Lee, but it looks like they're heading to the RSA.
1: Okay, in our previous podcast, Kev, you were going with Mona Lee for the RSA over your beloved presenting Percy. You've put up both of these horses for the Cheltenham Festival in the past, you were saying, of course. Um, we know the invitation only goes here, and he was beaten by Mona Lee last time. Nick's logic is sound, but it does seem as though they're going to lean towards the RSA with them.
2: Yeah, that seems to be the way they'll go. And having not had a big opinion in this race, I've kind of changed in recent days. Invitation only? No.
1: Oh.
2: Why? Why is Shattered Love a 12-1 to one shot? It's a fair point. She's going for this. Gordon confirmed it to me only the other day that yeah. she's going for this. She's a grade one winner. Mm-hmm. She's beaten jury duty and beaten them well. She jumps, she gallops, she stays really well. Uh, the ground will be fine no matter how it turns up. She's a really straightforward ride. She can make the running. She doesn't have to. She's a very solid mare, isn't she? Improving. You know, it's taken a big, big step forward. Um, well, she's taking a big step forward rather than a really big step forward for, for chasing. Um, she jumps a fence better than she jumped a hurdle. And uh, she's she's got her experience now. She's got five runs under her belt. And she's just going to bang out there and run a good, honest race. And she might well go and win.
1: Yeah. Well, they've got to give her the
2: I Yeah,
0: I actually, I actually saw... That's the only horse I can say this about running at the challenge. So I actually saw her win her point-to-point. Point <laughs> right?
2: Oh, so one, so one of those. As When you say this, you have binoculars over your shoulder with about 40 million badges attached to them. Oh, yes, I, I saw I, win I, her win her
1: point-to-point. Yes, my good man. I, I saw that horse win her point-to-point. Point. It was an absolute fire. Crack out by Yates. She's got the stamp of Yates all over her.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I thought then... If that mayor doesn't win the JLT, <laughs> then I'm a Dutchman.
1: <laughs> to be fair, it, her form ties in very nicely with Jury Duty, who of course is favourite for the four and the Godfather booked up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a very fair case to be made there. Are you going to go with um, with Shadow Love, So, Kevin? Oh I yeah, he's on a price. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Look at this market. You know, the heap, uh, a fair few of these at the front end aren't going to run. Yeah. Um, and I think twelve is a bit of a mad price. Uh, win or lose, she's going to go off shorter than that, I reckon. Lads. Yeah. and she, she might go off I, closer I, to half that. Put it, put it this way: I'd rather back her at twelve than Finian's Oscar at seven to one. Oh,
1: I mean, oh I, I, my that, god!
2: That's,
0: that's, that's suddenly gone from being the forgotten horse to the most oft-remembered horse in the last two days. <laughs> it was everyone forgot forgotten about it. Now everyone's remembering it. And I, he, clearly, he's talented, but you couldn't be backing him at single figures, could you?
1: Absolutely madness what's going on here. And uh, and, I'm sorry, like, obviously we had a bit of a laugh on on Wednesday night at the the Atharacist Cheltenham Preview night, but this is the worst campaign to horse in training.
2: Um, it, it, it hasn't been won a good season for him and his campaigning I think it's very fair Absolutely to say
1: shocking campaign anyway single figure prize we can forget about him I think now he goes and wins and Colin Tizard. of course <laughs> those <laughs> boys in the <laughs> final no nothing um, invitation only for Nick and myself and shattered love for Kevin Blake at a double figure price. I'll play the reverse forecast there I'll do the box exact on the day I think yeah oh now Nick I'm going to need your help here I need your help son on. the Pretemps on. final years uh, um, I I'd probably if she is... runs, I'll probably go with the organist, but I need a yep. lot of help to figure this one out.
0: Yep, I put her up earlier in the week. Actually, the organist. Ah. Um, and I thought I was, I thought I was on my ownio, and she'd be like thirty-three to one, and now I've heard you put her up, and <laughs> Dave Jennings put her up earlier in the week as well. So there's there's a few that organists copying
1: there. our work. <laughs> the
0: worry is the worry is, is she. Really an out-and-out stayer. I think she's got the class to figure off her current mark. I ju- mm. I'm just a tiny bit worried that she's not a a really, really duist stayer. So I do fancy her. Um, the other one I quite like is I think jointly the worst named horse at the Cheltenham Festival, Louis Backpouch.
2: Pouch. <laughs> what is it? I miss that. Louis Backpouch. Oh yes, I mean... have <laughs> <laughs> you?
1: It, but you're um, saying it's the jointly worst named. Who's the worst?
0: Yeah, the the worst one is it, now. This is almost one for Colin Tizard in the bumper on Wednesday. And I'm just going to consult because um the it's, the name is so awful that uh I, I keep I keep forgetting what it's <laughs> actually called. One second, it's called ah. Uh, let me just find this Wednesday the champion bumper this is a, and a really special uh, and and fair play because obviously they want to promote their business or whatever but I think this this takes it to a whole new level yep j track
2: park homes <sighs> come on lads j track park homes you're better you're better at this. <laughs> I'm going to double them up.
0: Louis Couch <laughs> and Jay Pratt. <Backbouch.
2: laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'll tell you, and very quickly, I mean, on, on the subject of names, we've had controversy over this race name. The Pertemps Network the Final? Pertoms. The, the Pertoms Network Final? What is it? Pertemps. I have Pertemps. a... Pertemps. They, they, it's, temps, isn't it? it's recruitment. T- don't, don't steal my thunder here, look. <laughs> because I only found yeah. this out the other day. Matthew Taylor at the races head honcho tells me that it's a recruitment company and the name is a play on permanent and temporary positions for which they recruit yeah. staff per oh, temps or per temps per temps the top top final but, will uh, be won yeah. by either,
0: either the organist or Louis Vacpouch as perhaps he might be better known Louis Vacpouch for
1: Vapuch. me <laughs> girl, girl. <laughs> okay so that's that's your two I'm gonna just take the one swing at this I'm gonna go with, um, with the organist uh, what about you Kevin
2: um, I'm going to go with Glenlow. Um, He has a lovely profile for this. He was hyper, hyper eye-catching in the qualifier at Leopardstown under a less positive ride than he's often given. And I suspect that um, he's qualified. This would have been the big target. Gordon Elliott will have him absolutely bouncing. I'd, be, I'd imagine he'd be given... Um, a more positive ride and yeah he'd be my pick of jp's contenders in this i think he'll go very well in the part I, I think even though we know it's wrong i think we have to continue calling it just the, the part
1: just for tony who's yeah. going to be with <laughs> us for the day four preview the part the part <laughs> Uh okay uh, so he is one of the entire bankers of the festival but i'm afraid he is just starting to close and close and close in price and it's because the opposition continues to drop away. First top notch now, waiting patiently, confirmed not to go for the Ryanair chase. Undersow wins this race, Kevin Blake.
2: Um, I'm taking him on. I, I love Undersow. He's a fabulous horse and has been since day one, really. Do you for, realize for the Willie O'Connell Williams? family
1: are listening to this broadcast know, right I now? Know. They're sitting around the kitchen table and they're heartbroken. I'm taking none.
2: And I sat down and I broke bread with them just a year ago. And what, what, what a nice family they are they're and what brilliant. nice people they're they class. are. Um, but I got to take him on I got to put my I got to put, put my head in front of my heart here and I just think for all that he won the Ryanair last year um, I think he's just a shade vulnerable over two and a half miles especially if the ground is, is approaching good to soft and I think this looks perhaps I know falling by the wayside but I suspect this will be a better race than last year's renewal and I, what? Ju- I just oh yeah and I just what? yeah what are you on about? sub-lieutenant finished a close second last year yeah, I'm not a big sub lieutenant, man. a a Aiso, aso, pronounce him how you like.
1: This race is rubbish.
2: Ash stuff. Q card.
1: He's twelve, man.
2: He's a fabulous racehorse. He's twelve. Not far off his best last time. No,
1: no, no. Uh, he's a fine racehorse, but he's twelve. Not years far, of far age. off
2: his best last time. Balco de Flo, right, uh, right on top uh, of that's him. That's who it, you were going to go for. Right isn't on top, right on top of him in in the, what's it called now, and the the Leopardstown Christmas Chase.
1: That's who you were gonna go for, isn't it?
2: Yeah, he's the each way option I think against against on the so and again a little bit like Al Dior that we spoke about in on the the day two preview, if on the so goes and does it again, I will stand up and applaud him heartily, even though I'm wrong. Um, but I think Balco de Flo is perhaps the best each way option against him. But Q card, who who I believe this this has always been his optimum trip. Um he's be he's very high level over a bit further too, but I think two and a half is, is ideal for him, even at this advanced advanced stage of his career. And I, it, this should be a great race to watch. I hope yeah. they all make it. But, uh, Balco, the flow for me.
1: Okay. Uh, York Hill has effectively been confirmed for the champion hurdle by Graham Wiley to me on the interview podcast that I did with him a little bit earlier. That's available on com, the athoraces Cheltenham mega site, not micro, mega. There's so much stuff there you really need to check it out. Uh, and also on your Apple Podcasts or Podcast app as well. I spy with my little lie the fact that top notch is still priced up by some bookmakers. Hop onto yourselves. Hop onto yourselves. Uh, Nick, undersell for me all day long here. And actually I'll go with cue card as as the exact bet. I think he will run a fine race, but he'll be a he'll be a fine I, second.
0: I cannot get a Q card on the day when he wins, but I think he will this time and I'm I, gonna I, go for him. Sorry, Colin Tizard. I'm apologizing apologising to all Tizard um, devotees. Uh, to Alice Plunkett, the chair of the Q Card and fan club, and everybody else, because I'm tipping Q Card to win the Ryanair Chase, 12 or not 12. Uh, that runner, Asker, puts him bang in there with a chance. And I think that the point is, he's a stronger sayer at the trip than under so it. I think they're. Com- I think even at their best now, they are comparable horses ability wise. And I think Hugard is a stronger stayer at the trip than than So. For nine tenths of last year's Ryanair, Underso was the most exciting horse running at last year's festival. He was mm. absolutely brilliant. He jumped on springs. He was a joy to watch. He was breathtaking. And the trouble is, the only bit of the replay you see is the bit from the last of the line where, you know, fairly average horses were closing him down. But he had them beat, you know, way out. And yeah. then he, he started to run out of puff late. The problem is he's got different type of horses. He's got more more guaranteed stayers at this trip running against him, and I think mm. that's going to compromise him. And If 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 Hukard's ridden in the same way he was ridden at Asker, I think he's going he's gonna to give under so a fair bit more to think about. So at the likely odds, I'm going to go with
1: Hukard. Okay, aye, aye. I, I can see why you're going for him. I just want to expand very briefly, if we can, Kevin, the Sultan of Succinct. Let's see if you can retain or regain, I should say, uh, your previous title... Is he not less of a mad bastard now, to quote Tony Keenan?
2: Definitely. Everywhere bar Cheltenham, maybe, because he looked much more professional in the lead-up to the Cheltenham Festival last season. And
1: then he got fired up again by the festival. As
2: we've discussed before, Mm. the atmosphere at Cheltenham maxed like a pair of blinkers on many horses, and it seemed to spark him up again. Um, So Ruby will have his hands full. Okay. Ruby, with with his potentially not 100% fit hands, will have to do a big job here.
1: How dare you? How dare you suggest such a thing? An 80% fit Ruby Walsh would beat most of these... Nah, it, no, it, it is it's, it's impossibility a impossibility
2: that Ruby Walsh can be 100%. But that as that's we've, that's, as that's we've why dis- I said
1: an 80% r- fit Ruby Walsh. Yes, exactly. As, no, no, as we
2: have discussed before, and, and 90% Ruby Walsh is still more than good enough, I think. Yeah,
1: 90% Ruby would w- get the job done. But to be fair, he's some man to come back for this he really is
2: he's always coming back Jesus he would no, have had to cut, he, cut off his man, leg to keep some him he's to
1: make it back for it Like oh, he was always making it back ridiculous scenes he um, was always making it back the feature race on day three is the stairs hurdle um, Kevin Blake I think had one of the quotes of the entire Cheltenham preview oh, nice on Wednesday Nick when he described Sam, oh. S- Sam, Sam Spinner as get your binoculars look down at the start look way off down the distance and you will see a horse-coloured puddle that was once Sam Spinner.
2: Melted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's good, but it's not right in the words of Roy
2: yeah <laughs> Hey, hey. Uh, yeah, look, that, that's my concern with Sam Spinner. He, he's really progressive. He, he's a very likeable horse. Um, they've really minded him. uh, But... Now is the time he's got to do it in the big day, and this will be his first really big day. Uh, with an oh. ap- with an atmosphere that could potentially set him off. If you watch his, I've never seen this horse in the flesh, but I've watched his videos, and you what you, I spotted him down at the start on a number of occasions in an absolute muck sweat, and I just feared that the whole occasion, uh, which he will not be accustomed to, could just send him over the edge. And given that he has yet to prove himself at the very highest level. I know he's a grade one winner, lads, but be- beating Lamy surge is not the highest level. Um I would just that's enough of a question mark for me to take him on.
1: Hmm. Um I have a feeling I'm gonna be backing Augustacate here each way. Okay. Or
0: what do we think what do we think Ruby's gonna ride? He's got a choice of what, four in this? He's got he could ride? Um, Augusta Kate, let's dance um, Bicardes and probably
1: Pen- the one I have Hill. At Windsor, I can't Hill. Pen Hill. Oh, Pen Hill. Yeah. The one that's been back. Yeah. The, the market move on this horse is interesting to me because it's been spun as a, oi oi Tony Bloom's got a box paid for and he's going to be there. This isn't a Tony Bloom style gamble of any kind. Yeah, Did Tony it? Bloom
0: style gamble that unfolds about 3 minutes before the race doesn't
1: it yeah or it it unfolds in the antipost market for a major handicap when the horse's been laid away but you don't lay the horse away for a grade 1 all season and and William Mullins was saying to you Kevin that ugh, he might you know Punchestown might be the better place for him after this yeah
2: i think it's it's might be just considered a stepping stone hmm. but we'll see Okay, see. I think that people are just looking for viable each-way options because it's just one of them races, isn't it? It's a
1: tough race. It's a tough race. Nick, wh- what is your thoughts on it? How do you make sense of it?
2: Well,
0: I, I'm 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 disagreeing with Kevin here, much as I'm loath to do so. Uh, Sam Sam Spinner's a five to one shot now. I think he's way too big. I really think that's way too big. He absolutely bolted up in the long walk. Um, it's it sort of it. It was made to almost look less impressive because he's out there in front, grinding away. and um, Lammy Serge has come there cruising and not find, found that much off the bridle for a change. Um, and I, when, when I looked at it again, I thought, actually, Sam has won this race a lot easier than perhaps I appreciated at the time. He's got a, a really good stride on him for a horse who's not absolutely massive. And he's just dead straight forward. So he jumps really well. He's got a great appetite for it. He's improving hand over fist. And I just, I just think he should be shorter than five to one. Mm. I, I, I've heard, I've heard a, a very cogent case being put forward for, you know what I mean, Harry. That seems to be the wise guy horse this time, doesn't it? Um, again, he's the forgotten horse that everyone's remembered.
1: Well, I guess um, the section, he, I guess he, he just, was
0: duft, was completely duffed up by by Sam Spinner in the long walk.
1: Yeah, I, I, he just doesn't look the same horse this year. And I asked Barry Gertie about that on the at the races preview on Wednesday, and he just agreed. He said, "Yeah, it's just, it's just not happening." But to be fair, he was sent off what eight to eleven last year, Nick. Remember, it was an extraordinary yep. gamble, and now he's twelve to one.
0: Yeah, I, I, I get it, but he'd, he'd, won, he'd won all those races since he won the Albert Baller as an eight-year-old. But again, he, he hadn't faced this caliber of opposition before going into the Stayers yeah. Hurdle last year. So, yeah, it's easy to say it now. But no, I, I, I like Sam Spinner here. Okay, you know I'm a big Yanworth fan. I, mean, I I just—I'm just waiting for you to take me down.
1: But well, sorry, Yanworth—the the horse that you're referring to, trained by Alan King, who said, oh, "Before you ask any questions, no, he's not going back over hurdles." And then when questions—how many how many winners have you ridden And I'll be appearing with It'd Alan King it. on a Cheltenham Festival preview night at Sandown <laughs> on Saturday.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. Um, and if they'd run over fences, they were going to run him in the Ultimore for 149, but they're running him here. It's all been a bit of a confusion with him. Mm. But I I do think he's really talented. And he he the through the Sunday at Entry, essentially. Um and still did nothing in front. So I think he'll run I think he'll run big. But I think Sam Spinner you've got to have a horse that really gets home well, and Sam Spinner's gonna get home well. He's uncomplicated. I think he wins. Five to one, that'll do me.
1: Okay. Graham was saying that Augusta Kate wasn't herself in December. Uh, a fine run last time up beside, behind presenting Percy. Um, he made some very interesting remarks about how she ran in the Albert Bartle last year over three miles. You, you can forgive that. And that's probably why I would go with her at a huge price. The fact that I'm backing she her at wants, a huge price. Um, she wants to be jumping
0: better than she did in the Albert bar, the, bar, Yeah, bar. for
1: sure. Yeah, 100% for sure. But the fact that I'm going to back one at a big price, Kevin, kind of tells its own story, doesn't it? Like, I, I'd really like to back Super Sunday. But I'm something stopping me.
2: Yeah, and I look Super Sunday's my selection, but it's not a bullish one, and mm. I have concerns about him. Uh, I, you know, if I owned Super Sunday, I would have supplemented him for the Champion Hurdle.
1: That's what I would have done. And
2: he would have went off second favourite and maybe finished second. But. Um,
1: Kate Harrington, who won today on uh, the what's sizing Patsy, sizing Patsy, yeah, who cost her fortune, didn't he? And uh, Jess Harrington, they but know that. Well. Hang on, who was that? I mean, was
0: that Kate Harrington? Kate
1: Harrington, yeah, Kate just Harrington.
0: Just, just checking. Just
2: checking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I don't even need to to uh, to, wheel out, to wheel out the punchline, it's do, it's do I? Twenty minutes. It's
1: Twenty-one minutes. Uh, yeah. There you go. Were you timing? Were you specifically timing? Twenty-one.
0: <laughs> In it I was selling it I was selling it 10 minutes for a mention
1: of Kate Harrington oh 21. man
2: there you go I've absolutely done the lot before oh. we get to jail oh yeah. you're, you're uh, destroyed I'll tell you yesterday evening when we got the news uh, of size, the, the news broke that Sizing John was out and Kennedy's ears pricked up and, oh I must message Kate Harrington <laughs> 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 it's, it,
1: it's funny because it's true you're a fiend I didn't in the end though because I didn't have time anyway uh, Kevin <laughs> Super Sunday I did want to be with him you're tentatively with him
2: I am I am because you know ultimately he's been beaten the two times he's tried three miles i don't want to throw too many stones at his stamina but it is something that's niggling slightly at me
1: that's the thing with this that's bothering me as well although i will say this he's a better horse this year than he was last
2: he is but you know a lot of the thing with the improvement last time was his jumping and he jumped better than he ever had and was that because the the, the stronger pace of two miles helped him to jump better mm. and could that be could that work be undone at what one will assume will be a a steadier type of pace back over the staying trip. I don't know, but look, i will take my chance with him. It is far from a bullish shout, and... And uh, not for the first time, the the stairs hurdle is just a com- re- pretty uninspiring contest for me. know, it's not one I'll be I'll be wa- I'll be kept awake at night and, on Wednesday looking forward to, it, if I'm honest.
1: And the stairs hurdle will be the feature race on day three of Cheltenham. Anyway, we move on to the ten past four, the Brown Advisory and Maryville Stable Plate Handicap Chase. <laughs> I think I'm going to try and get into their box. i going to knock at the, 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 the corporate the corporate what? box door. <laughs> is that a Vanessa Ryle? Have I just done a Vanessa? Jesus. Once you say their box, you would think it would be okay. Um, I think I'm going to try and get into their corporate box. They sound like right crack. American. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they'll be great cracks, So they'll be bourbon everywhere. King Sox wins this if he can get in. Uh, what's the latest, Nick? Do you think he will get a run?
0: Oh, sorry. I thought you were still. To- when you said get in, I thought you were still trying to get into Maribel Stable's box. What yeah. so you were talking about? You're talking about King Sox. I, thought- I think probably I. There's a lot of horse, there's a lot of horses. Multiple entities, are that. You've got the you've got the sort of Venn diagram that takes in the close brothers, and the, the the novices, and then mm. the Altima as well. So oh. I I suspect I, I, I suspect you'll be all right there. Yeah, he's um, gone
1: from being number 50 or or above number 50 to 31. So I think we're um, well in here.
0: I think you're well in. Uh, I I think the front of the market is going to take a bit of a I I mean, tully, t- if you Tully east and um, it looks as though Move with the Times is going to run here and not on the close brothers. So uh, that that looks a, that looks a pretty strong front of the market for for me uh, in yeah. this race. It's not not terribly original. Um, I think just on the basis that he knows how to win races and Move with the Times has got bags of talent, but doesn't really win races. I think I'd probably go with Tully East.
1: Okay, and of course a former Cheltenham winner last year. The fact that, yeah. um, and we should just very briefly mention this: the fact that Move with the Times is going to run here. Is a stronger vote of confidence for any second now, Kevin Blake, who will be now yeah. JP's number one in the handicap novice chase on day one.
2: Who cares? We're doing day three. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I Tony had in mind for this. I, with the ground, might not be as as good as he likes it. Um, but his, th- his case is a very obvious one, mm. to be fair, after winning Close Brothers last year. A slightly sneakier one, uh, which I mentioned on the Handicap podcast last week, is last goodbye for Liz Doyle, who absolutely bolted up last time in first-time blinkers. And it's worth watching his run behind Tully East in the Close Brothers last year, because he got destroyed. Got no run. Um, he got a very bad run of things and still finished up their arses, as the man mm. says. Um, and I just worry that they might have put the Blinkers on the wrong day because he he, he absolutely bolted up last time. They won a big, big pot, um, but he's gone up. He's going to be 11 pounds higher basically here, and that's a fair lump of weight to be to be put up going into a race as competitive as this. But I think the mid-range trips suit him. and um, He showed last year that Cheltenham is just fine for him. And um, I'd just be hopeful that the Blinkers uh will bring even more improvement out of him because to be to be honest he just looked like a horse that was that was um you know really well handicapped basically when he won last time. The one concern I'd have is I would have liked to have seen him run in the longer race. Um but I'm not surprised he's lined up here given that he's technically unproven over the the, the longer trip. and um, he would need to travel just a small bit better than he did at Leopardstown. He he lost his place a little bit at um, uh, at a, at, a, at a you know quite a long way out, kind of before the fifth last, made a mistake at the fourth last, but by God he powered home, mm. um, and he'll relish the hill, I'd imagine. So if he if the la- if last goodbyes within striking distance at the second last, I think he could go and win.
1: Okay, uh, I'm sticking with King Sox. On to the Toll House Stud Mayor's Novices Hurdle, we are flying through this 450. So I've got a trend for you, Kevin Blake. Oh, here we go. Every single winner of this race. Their first name started oh, with L. Oh, you're having a laugh. Lorena. Sure it must be a good thing. Stormy Island's entered for this. Be some crack if she turned up. That'd make the Lorena backers go, oh. No,
2: Nah won't happen, I think. Won't happen. I, I I've got a very strong impression from Willie that this is this is a liminy job in that they think that she's just way better for the for the for the you know uh uh, (sighs) that she's just a a different class Mm. uh, of the potential candidates knocking around in in willie's yard certainly for this and yeah that (laughs)
1: was that was the like so they ran let's dance in this race last year because they wanted to get that 50 grand bonus for the stable staff not for the owners rich richie um rich and susanna richie but for the stable staff which was very admirable but they also thought she'd win um and the year before, it was it was Lamini obviously being the machine. The talk about this Lorena is something else.
2: Yeah, it's strong. She's a lovely mare, a big, strong mare. Could jump a fence if they wanted to. And I've been impressed with her turn of foot. Um, Last time, she kicked Elytrix out of the way. Um, and Elytrix came out and won a competitive mare's handicap hurdle mm. at uh, the Dublin Racing Festival. And I, I thought she just looked the real deal that day. And you don't have to be a superstar to win this. Uh, Maria's benefit would be the main danger um on the form book is potentially another candidate for the horse colored puddle down at the start uh, she's a very free goer and um yeah she's been looked after and as has been tipping away at smaller smaller events you know steadily building going through the ranks but this will be a big shock to her system she ran at the grand national meeting last season and it went totally wrong worst run of her life um the that maybe the two, maybe there's the correlation does not necessarily imply causation. But I would be fearful for her in uh, the atmosphere and occasion of Cheltenham, which she just doesn't have much experience of. Mm. For the type that she is, you know, yeah. being such a free goer, she could get lit up and uh, do way too much too soon. So, and that would play into Lorena's hands. She's she's she travels good and strongly herself. So the faster they go, uh, the further she wins. I think.
1: Nice. I like that. Uh, I, I'm almost getting the image, Nick, of Ruby Walsh in that. Iconic pose uh-huh. of just sitting there motionless. <laughs> yeah, the
2: iconic he, pose of being on the bridle <laughs> as he
1: as he comes around as he comes around the final turn. But like you know that pose, like it's just you just look where is the, where is Ruby and he's just sitting there motionless as the yeah. horse absolutely yeah, man, right. cruises. Yeah. It's some sight. In any race that has mares in
0: the title at Cheltenham, it seems to happen every single year. Yeah. She does look a bit of a thesis, Lorena, but it's not gonna you're not gonna get rich. I suppose it's the one for when you get a challenging bloke that you don't like the lookup come up to you at the gates of Cheltenham and say, What's your nap of the day then? You can just
2: say, <laughs> get away with it it's never just watch your nap or it's watching your nap of the day then yeah with, with their um, fists clinch and their head kind of at a forward-facing <laughs> angle like what oh. <laughs> they,
0: they may as well, as well have it with you're supposed to be an expert even though i know you're really <laughs> not so now prove that you are by giving me a guaranteed winner you can say Lorena, but uh, oh. i say it's not gonna make it uh, can, you, can, I, worry, can, can, I, can I give that? you a
2: quick anecdote on that uh, on that theme nick uh john frankham oh, uh, seemingly so some rough looking chap seemingly came up to John Frank, many many years ago and I uh, did much the same he said oh Frank give us a tip and he seemingly turned quick as a flash and said tell your mother not to have any more children <laughs> 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 a little bit harsh but very funny <laughs> how is he still alive yeah they're very good Emmett Kennedy and Kevin what's the, what's the other fella's name Kevin Blake yeah very good no, is like every week uh, very, nice. very, very good.
1: John of here ladies and gentlemen I didn't know we were getting John on the show this is brilliant
2: Yeah we we did deny yeah, it great. the night I love it sorry a love, love that show <laughs> The last time Nick was on the podcast, we did find out he was quite a good mimic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant impressionist. Uh, hopefully we'll see more of that over Cheltenham. Are you in the Lorena camp? Like, even on the, the Cheltenham preview circuit, as as we famously saw in one video that uh, <laughs> shall not be mentioned. <laughs> 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 but, um, <laughs> Which
0: video was that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of talk, though, uh, about this horse. But to be fair, uh, it seems as though that talk is going to be backed up by, by what connections have been saying so far.
0: Yeah, well, look, I, I, I'm i a big Maria's Benefit fan, but you do worry that she's had a longish season and that she hmm. she um, had have go and have that little MRI scan, didn't she, or whatever it was, the thing they did on her, her knee after the race at Donny and had a bit of heat in her knee, so that would be a little bit of a worry. Is Capsulay going to run here, or is she going to run in the 2.5 mile race?
1: I thought she was going to run in this race, and I, well, I thought she she she'd be here, a big price.
0: I'd be, back. be backing If she runs in this, I'll back her each way and I'm without the favourite, because... Yeah. I think she's very, very talented. I don't think we've seen the best of her since she ran that amazing race at Newbury earlier in the season. Then she was beaten there, and then she ran in that revolting soup at Haydock. And I just think, granted a reasonably normal bit of ground, I think she's got sort of significant talent, and the stable's talking quite bullishly about her, so... If I was
1: going to back one at a big price, it might be Capsule. A. Okay, that's Fergal O'Brien's mare, uh, but it looks like a Lorena for Willie Mullins could be a third win in the row in that race, and there's only been three runnings. And now we come to the final race of the day the fluke warm Kim Muir handicap chase for amateur riders, and Kevin Blake <laughs> oh. was putting up one of the handicap bankers of the entire oh. meeting at our Cheltenham Festival Preview Night, the At The Races Cheltenham Preview Night, which if you haven't seen yet, there is still time, attheraces.com, or also you can go see it at uh, the At The Races YouTube page and the At The Races Facebook page as well. And that horse, of course, that he told everybody to fill the wheelbarrow with and back, a horse that you can trust, a horse that you know is going to perform for you when the money is down, when the pressure's on, was... Squatter, By-wise. squatter. <laughs> How many times has he been beaten? 17 million. Uh, you're very keen on Maldini. Cause.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's my selection. And we have we have new information, new evidence. You new might evidence. And um, Patrick Mullins has been booked, which uh, which I, which I'm I'm more than happy with.
1: Oh yeah, that's a great booking.
2: Patrick will do the job just fine for me. And I uh, uh, look. It's, this is not a rocket science effort. Now he w- he was very much laid out for the race last season, and he ran a stormer. He yeah, could say he he probably should have won. Um, the race went wrong for him. Really, he got hampered a few times. Not not big hamperings, now, but just slight hamperings that put him on the back foot. And he's a horse that stays well. He doesn't do anything quickly, and he needs things to go right. I think because he's not one that necessarily has the pace to get himself out of trouble if things start going wrong. And look, Pat Kelly is just so patient. He's, he's, he's trained this horse to peak in the spring. He's been sh- shaping progressively better on ground that he wouldn't like in his three starts this season. And he'll be absolutely... I, I put my faith in Pat Kelly to have this fella absolutely cherry ripe for this. Patrick Mullins, I'd imagine, while he's not going to be riding him super positively, I'd imagine he won't want to be a million miles away. And with just a little bit of luck... He'll go and get the job done. He'll make up for last season because I'd imagine that was an exceptionally frustrating experience yeah. for for the whole Pat Kelly and uh, and Philip Reynolds team last season.
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent, and I I would be in agreement with you. Looking through the race, that's why we go with. Uh, but Nick, look, are you in agreement with us? Are you going on the Maldini bandwagon?
0: So you, so you laughed. So you laughed at Squatter. <laughs> now I'm gonna gauge your reaction when I say.
1: Pendra. Oh, I knew you were going to say Pendra. I knew it. You'll actually hear me say pen as just as you were saying it. Oh, dear. Really? Pendra. Have you checked Pendra. your temperature Temperature lately? Are you okay? Uh, to be honest, I've
0: kind of caught myself around. Having, having had the same reaction myself, I'm like, oh, that'd be ridiculous. And then I thought, hang on, hang on. Fresh to the point of bursting is how you want him. <laughs> Derek O'Connor again.
1: Second in the race the last year
0: should have won last year yeah, I really Just should, yeah. it wasn't, for once in his life it wasn't his fault either because mm. uh, he got messed around and buffeted around when they missed out whichever one it was three out wasn't it they missed out mm. um, and I think he is still feasibly treated and I, I just, I think he'll run a huge race again. Maybe he'll find one to beat him, but I know he'll run a huge race again. Yeah. So given that it'll be a reasonable, he was a reasonable price last year. I backed him last year, having again sort of thought, oh, I'm never going to be backing that one it's six to one favourite or whatever. But he ended up going off fourteen to sixteen to one last year. Yeah.
1: And he's that price um, again.
0: The same thing is going to happen again, and he's going to run big again. Um. So yeah. It, he, I don't think he's. I, I. I. think he's actually a little bit more reliable than Squatter.
1: Oh, oh, for sure. I, th- that horse is just so unreliable.
2: Ah, stop. He, he's got some yeah. jumping issues. That's it. Ah,
1: Kevin, come on now, come on now. He's
0: another one with a, ter- isn't he's one with a terrible name as well. Stick him up there with J. Track
1: Parker. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's, that's the trifecta now. We've got the three worst-named horses at Cheltenham.
2: I think we can blame the French for that one, can we?
1: No, definitely, yeah, 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 we can. That, that wasn't a JP pick, anyway, for sure. Um, I, I'd nearly be 10. You know, Penter's only 10. He feels like oh. he's been around for years and years and years, but he's only 10 years of age. And I'm, I'm yeah, going gonna gonna to shock. So I'm, I'm going to shock. <laughs> I'm going to go with both of you. I'm back in Maldini. I'm going to do the reverse forecast. Oh, come on. Maldini, Pendra, and I'll see you in Dubai, Nick.
2: Well, to be fair now, uh, we, we've talked about it many a time. If you have a top-class amateur on on your side in this race, it's more than half the battle. And, you know, Derek O'Connor will need no introduction. Yeah. Patrick, Patrick Mullins, Mullins needs no introduction. introduction. Um, who the codfather is riding Squateur. for Gordon, isn't he? Yeah, Squatour. You know, and they're probably the three best riders in yeah. the race, perhaps. I don't know. I don't know... I haven't heard a booking for Nina.
1: No, and I haven't seen a booking for Nina yet either.
2: Um, I'm sure she will have a good ride. Katie, Katie's riding Sugar Baron. Now, that is a
0: horse with loads of talent, but boy, oh boy, and he normally takes every fence with him. So yeah. that's, she's going to have a workout out. That's going to be a huge performance if she can get that, if she can get that to jump with the fluency he needs to to win a race like this. But he's got masses of ability. Yeah,
2: nah, we sorted out, haven't anyway.
1: nope. Sorted. done
2: uh, Maldini comes there to lead. Here comes Pendra and he just doesn't quite go through with it. Maldini wins. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Nick gets paid, we get paid, uh, I, I, get I get the did. reverse I forecast. Did. Go on, Nick. That were you saying that's all that's done. Yep. Taken care of. Solved. So now the best each way bet of the day for Nick Luck. The best
0: each way bet of the day.
2: And Um, we and we will ask you for your nap afterwards, just so we're just so you know what's happening here. Is it a big, big, long price or just to kind of slide each way?
1: Completely up to you. Um, if if you want a bit of context, Kevin almost went with Next Destination as the right scumbag each way bet. Who's on the telly a bit earlier? Oh there's Kate Harrington on Get In.
0: I think I think the best each way bet of the day is in the Bâton and it's uh, Louis Zach Pouch.
1: Okay. And your nap of the day, Nick?
0: My nap of the day on the Thursday yep is in the stayers hurdle Sam Spinner
2: Sam Puddles.
1: That's a big <laughs> big shout there from Nick luck a big big shout. Kevin Blake, your best teacher you better of the day.
2: Nick on air on Thursday can you call it the Parthoms just once please? <laughs> <laughs> the top final. I've heard people do it. I've heard it done. <laughs> By Tony Keenan, probably. <laughs> um, okay, my best each way is Shattered Love and the JLT, and my nap is Maldini.
1: Okay, my nap is invitation only.
2: That's the first time yeah. in history you've asked me for a best bet, and I haven't hesitated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you didn't
1: go, which is why I went to Nick first of all, to caught, give you a bit of time. caught, caught
2: me on the hop there. Um,
1: <laughs> I'd really like to go for under. Somebody's gone too short, so I'll go invitation uh, only instead. Go. And uh, my best each way better today is King Sox, who gets the job done. That's it. Nick, are you looking forward to Cheltenham?
0: Oh, I, I'm looking forward to it starting. Come
1: on, let's just get on with it. Yeah, there's so, to, there's so much to do, and, and the build up uh, to it as well is just so hectic. But do you know what? Hectic in a really good way. It's it's bonkers, I mean, but I love it.
2: I, I don't know who said, said thought, it, I but said, um, there's, there's an element of paralysis by analysis. <laughs>
1: Or wasn't that um, Pat's
0: t- Ten years ago, you just never thought that this much foreplay could be withstood <laughs> for that much longer. <laughs> but now the, now, the, now the sort of shadow boxing starts so early, it's unbelievable.
1: Well, the, the we're going to do, we'll, we'll, we'll break the news now. We were going to hold this back, actually, but um, Nick's agreed to do it. Uh, Lydia's going to be there. We're going to have Gary O'Brien, Tony Keenan, Kevin Blake, and myself. Saturday morning, Cheltenham preview for 2019.
2: <laughs> <laughs> straight, <laughs> ah, straight, into
1: straight into
2: it. Straight <laughs> into it. Hey, no better time to start your wanker portfolio. Good and early. Big as <laughs> Nick, we have... We have Declared earlier this season that anyone that describes their, their anti-post bets as a portfolio is a massive wanker. <laughs> <laughs> when did they start doing that?
1: That that came out a few years ago. I don't I don't understand. Uh, I don't get it at all. Cop on to yourselves, uh, yes. Nick. Before you go, what's your best bet of the meeting?
0: My best bet of the entire the entire <laughs> Cheltenham <Chapman> Festival <laughs> is drum roll, please. <laughs> It's just buying time to think. Apple Shakira is going to win the trial. Ah, good man, ah, good Europe. man. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's a man who was watching the Cheltenham preview on Wednesday night for Athroses. Barry Garrity's nap of the meeting. Uh, She's Nick, just going to get it done. Yeah, she'll win. She will win. She's a good thing. Uh, Nick, it's an absolute pleasure talking to you as always. Thanks so much for joining Likewise. us on the final Furlong podcast. Uh, please, God, we'll chat to you again very, very soon. Thank
0: you, guys. Thanks a lot.
1: Take care, my friend. All the best, Nick. That is Nick Luck uh, from Kevin Blake. We are back on Sunday recording with Harry Derham and Tony Keenan for day four.
2: Yeah, big y- time. You all right there, Kevin? <laughs> yeah, sorry, just wait I'm distracted briefly, but yes, absolutely, can't wait. great yeah. Bra- a little break tomorrow, can't beat it. Oh, uh, you've not, a little little l- not for you. You've a
1: little break tomorrow. I'm spending the day flying and being in in Sandown. But look, uh,
2: welcome, wel- welcome to the wor- the real world, Kennedy. You've had it soft in radio for years. Oh yeah, because I did nothing
1: in radio. <laughs> Pretty for much years. nothing. Nothing in radio. Uh, but no listen I'm looking forward to it's it sending should be a lot of fun the Cheltenham preview afterwards with Ollie Bell Richard Johnson who I missed earlier on uh, Alan King and Nicky Anderson should be a good crack as <laughs> well streaming live
2: oh I've got to find I don't have Nicky's number I will find it I will ring I have it Nicky's number and tell him all about what you've been saying about him. Actually, how you've been impersonating him for many years. Funnily enough. And then be nice in front of his face. Oh, yes.
1: Funnily enough. I rang Nicky today and told him all that. He oh, yeah, said, yeah. can't wait to see you, though. Hope you're all right about it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And he's like, we'll oh, no, no problem. Oh, man. <laughs> I
1: mean, it's, it's all a good fun. Uh, that'll be good fun. will uh,
2: be good uh, fun.
1: It only has a bit of a laugh, is not it? Um,
2: I'd like to say I'll tune in, but I have zero interest in it, in watching another Cheltenham preview.
1: <laughs> yeah, I th- I think I mean look, it's going to be a good one, and I recommend that you do watch it. But um, I'm going to be shattered Sunday morning, and yeah, really will. We're we're straight into it then on uh, on Sunday evening. We're recording at six o'clock. Then we're we're off to Kevin Blake Castle. Yep, and uh, and then off to Cheltenham. Bang bang. Yeah, can't wait for it, folks. Cannot wait for it. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all the kind words on social media. We will talk to you. The final Furlong podcast is sponsored by
0: Unibet. Sign up now using code ATR-30 to get your welcome offer. BeGambleAware.org, 18+.
2: Your ultimate guide to the Cheltenham Festival
1: is now available for you at attheraces.com forward slash Cheltenham. This year's mega site is complete with race cards, anti-post odds, stable tours and tips from our top team, dark horses for the festival and those all-important stats guides to keep the final furlong team happy. Barry Geraghty will also be back with his exclusive blog on all four days. Visit attheraces.com forward slash Cheltenham today
2: and prepare properly for the biggest week of your year.